Hey friends, welcome to the You Are You podcast. My name is Jenny Lien, and I'm the writer and artist behind The Yay Project. Come join in as we encourage each other to celebrate our God-given design, pursue our kingdom calling, and most of all, love God 100%. Can't wait to praise God with you. Well, friends, let me start this episode by reading Proverbs 16, 18. Pride goes before destruction and haughtiness before a fall. We've all read this verse before, right? Multiple times, probably. When I was first making my faith my own after uni graduation, for a period, Proverbs was basically the only book I read. I loved the practical life advice and the warnings, but in life, perhaps many of these wise lessons only really sink in when we're tested and have to choose to put them into practice. And so this verse, pride goes before destruction makes sense. I guess we've all been egotistical about something at one point, big or small, and then realized how important humility is. But the latter part of the verse, haughtiness before a fall. I probably skimmed the latter part most times when I read this verse. Pride goes before a fall, sure, but haughtiness? Who wants to admit haughtiness? What even is that? We probably have a general sense, but for this podcast, I wanted an exact definition, and Oxford Languages defines it as the appearance or quality of being arrogantly superior and disdainful. We might get this visual of someone acting snobby, turning their nose up at something, or someone thinking they're better. But can it also be us, acting haughty towards ourselves, thinking that because of this, that, or the other, we can walk into flames and not get burned. Today, if that resonated at all, I'd suggest taking some time to just be honest with God, especially if it's been a while since a full-hearted surrender. No judgment at all, certainly not for me, not today. Guess why I'm recording this podcast, (laughs) but honest before God, because in life, it's usually not a rip the bandaid off kind of surrender, right? We feel like we need to give God peace by peace and God in his loving kindness and mercy gives us the time and the space to do so. So you and me, let's do our best to do life with God daily, knowing that past season aren't the season in this season, like in every season. The enemy is always looking for opportunities to trip us up. 1 Peter 5.8 Stay alert. Watch out for your greatest enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. I saw a funny reel, or maybe it was an online sermon a while back on this that made me laugh. It was one of those one person having a back and forth conversation with each other's skit thing. And on the one hand, they were like, don't act like the devil is behind every corner. Then the other person was like, but he is. And it's true. I mean, we don't need to give the devil more power than he's due. Yes, he has power on earth because God is allowing it. But Jesus has already overcome and he has won the war and we are on the winning side and we are his and under his protection as long as we follow the rules because the truth is the devil is always prowling around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. I believe we're protected so much more than we know, even when we sin, even willfully sin. Because Jesus knows that overcoming a sin isn't always a pray and the desire goes away type of process. 
And in following his rules, it isn't because he's a tyrant, but because it's for our best. And me, I've been relearning this truth the past little while. When we make a mistake, it's really just about one thing, I think. Like humans are complicated, emotions are complicated, unhealed wounds are complicated. There's so many layers. And in the first Peter 5, 8 verse, above I read the NLT, which said stay alert, but I also like the NIRV, which says control yourselves, be on your guard. And in retrospect, I've been letting my guard slip in ways I haven't in previous seasons. Maybe because I just didn't think I had to keep it up. The pride haughtiness thing again. It wasn't a conscious, like I'm too mature for that thought, but more an attitude shown through my actions. Yes, I still read my Bible and prayed, but it became easier and easier to choose non-God things more than God, which affected my willpower, my sense of self, even my confidence. As humans, we are taught not to be needy, but the truth is that we are needy and only God and living in the truth of who he says we are can ever fill that deep ache to be loved, held, adored, protected. We know this, and yet sometimes we find it hard to live it out when alternatives, you know, idols, are in our face and look so good. So for those of us who are thinking, Lord, I'm sorry, I know I've not behaved, spoken, or even thought in a manner worthy of you lately. You've taught me better. I repent and ask for your help to get right with you now. Here are some things I feel like God is teaching me and maybe you now. One get in real community. With building my startup, I'm having so many conversations with pastors and other ministry leaders about the emotional health needs of young women. And over and over again, many have spoken of the desire for real community where people feel free to be honest about their struggles. Praise God, this is so wonderful and perhaps a generational or cultural shift. Um, but whatever it is, may we remember what it says in James 5.16, Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Maybe our schedules feel super packed. Maybe we justify not being in community or not sharing as okay because we're still listening to worship music and praying. But it's God's desire for us to be in so loving and consistent a community that we're able to confess our sins to one another, pray for one another, and really do life together. Which reminds me, I just came back from a Christian retreat where each morning a member of the staff team would share their testimony. One of them spoke of the joy of truly doing life together with 18 young adults, living and serving together. And they said something like, if you mess up, you might as well confess because God will give someone a dream or ask someone to bring it up. <laughs> the enemy would love it if we kept our sin in the dark. But our God is light and love May we be in a community that encourages us to live God's way. Two, repent. First John 1 John 1.9 has been a great encouragement to not let shame take root, but live out the truth that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. This list is not in order, by the way. So it's not like go to community first and then repent second, just saying. Um, but there's just no substitute for time alone with God. Time given to God to do what he wants. And a repentance prayer can certainly be quick, but it's so important to spend time with God and also wait for him to speak. 
may we remember that God loves to spend time with and speak with his children. And we can ask him things like, Lord, what is the truth of the situation that you want me to know? Lord, will you help me see the situation from your perspective? Lord, it's a bit scary, but I want you to help me see how this sin grieves you and why. Lord, will you send me support, mentors, friends to walk with me through this? Will you lead me to resources so I can build up my knowledge in this area? Lord, help me to forgive myself and see myself as you see me too. Look, sinning isn't great. We all know this, but perhaps we are often harsher with ourselves than we need to be, far harsher than our Lord is with us. And yes, we should never take God's mercy for granted, but we can let him lead by doing what he says and relying on his spirit to overcome, not our own willpower or man-made rules, but doing our best to wholly trust in the name of Jesus. Three, soak in the truth. In reflecting over this period, I think one area I could have guarded better was my heart. When we're satisfied in the Lord, we know that he satisfies like nothing else. When we feel lonely, needy, anxious, whatever, we can go to other things and they can feel like they satisfy. They might temporarily make us feel excited, alive, even high. But if they're making us feel more satisfied than our relationship with God, and in every generation, these things are often the same, right? It's like alcohol, food, sex. It's a sign that our priorities are out of order and that our worldview has gotten a little messed up. You know, we might still be reading our Bible and going to church and all that, but God, God knows our hearts. Proverbs 4, 23, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. So how can we stop something that we know we should stop and get back to living righteously? Spending time in the word and journaling are important. Being refreshed on what the truth is. Honestly, we can forget so easily. It doesn't matter how many times we've read Proverbs or the Psalms or 1 Corinthians, we can forget. Um, so spending time in the word, meditating, going to God in prayer, leaving time to wait on and hear from him. But I would, again, just suggest really spending that time to soak in God's truth, to fill and renew our minds. Romans 12, 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Listen to podcasts on the topic. Maybe it's um, about purity. Listen to podcasts, make a playlist, do a Bible study on an app so you get the push notifications to actively fill your mind with truths and thoughts in this area of struggle that are true and be surrounded even mentally with community, people you respect like pastors or authors or even a big sister type figure that reminds you of God's truths. Our mind is a battlefield and the more of God's truths sink in, the more our vision becomes his, our perspective becomes his, our hearts become more like his. And if we ever mess up again, may we repeat step two, repent quickly, run back to our Lord, give thanks that his mercies are new every morning and rely on his strength. So friends, humans sin. I've sinned this week. You've sinned this week. You know, 
it's just always going to be the case. We're all going through something or we will go through something, but nevertheless, because of Jesus, he has overcome, we can overcome, and we have God's spirit in us. The enemy wants to use our weak points for evil to keep us in shame, our eyes off of God and our identity and purpose. But may we remember why Jesus came to earth in the first place, to be our redeemer, because we needed to be redeemed. (laughs) If we are struggling with something, may we run to him and rest in his embrace. May we let his love wash over us and accept his help. You're loved, my friend, and I'm so thankful for this space where we can share together. If you have any questions, please feel free to DM or email in. We're part of God's family. May we support, listen to, love on each other. Let's end this episode by reading Proverbs 3, 5 to 12 from the message and allow God's words to comfort, exhort, and equip us. Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. Don't assume that you know it all. Run to God. Run from evil. Your body will glow with health. Your very bones will vibrate with life. Honor God with everything you own. Give him the first and the best. Your barns will burst. Your wine mats will brim over. But don't, dear friend, resent God's discipline. Don't sulk under his loving correction. It's the child he loves that God corrects. A father's delight is behind all this. Love you guys and speak with you soon. Thank you for listening to the URU podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and share the episode. Let's share God's love together. For podcast updates, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow Yay Podcast on Instagram. For reflections and art, follow the.yay.project on Instagram. Sending you lots of love and let's praise God together again next time.